Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to another Friday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. And you know what? I've just been talking to my producer. We're coming to the end of season one. And you know what? They're not going to give us a season two if the listener numbers are not massive. So you need to keep sharing this with your friends. Don't forget to keep listening. It is important. And maybe that gave you the ick, because you know what? I kind of always give myself the ick when I do any kind of like self-promo, like listen to me, follow, share, subscribe. So I've given myself the ick in order for you to help me out. Anyway, now I've finished all of that begging, let's get on with the show. And today I have got some icks for you and also some, is this a red flag? So let's get straight on to the icks. The first ick for today says, he showed up to our date wearing a white jumper, white trousers and white trainers. You know what? This man is brave because I cannot wear white at all for longer than about eight minutes without something getting on me. Whether that's a bit of orange around my collar from my foundation, a little bit of coffee, something. There is absolutely no way of me maintaining whiteness for an entire day very risky. And actually, this kind of makes me like this guy a little bit. Even though he has rocked up looking like he's in Boys to Men or Boy Zone even, I'm sure what there's a Boy Zone video. In fact, there's a lot of boy bands who wear all white. I feel like E17, stay now, baby, if you got to go. That was definitely all white. Boy Zone, no matter what they tell you. By the way, if you don't listen to my Insta lives, you won't realise that me and Ronan Keating sound identical. I mean, you've heard it now. You you may have thought that Ronan Keating actually just stepped into the building, jumped on the mic and then left. It wasn't Ronan. It was actually me. But Backstreet Boys, I'm sure they've done an all-white all video party. And I think that that might have been this guy's inspiration. I think he's turned up at your date thinking, I'm going to give her 90s boy band vibes and she's going to fall in love. And you've just been like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can't hug him. I can't look at him. His whole vibe, his whole intention got fucked up by your ick and it's horrible. Because I bet his mum was like, wow, wow, shiny. Look at you, you shiny, dazzling, gorgeous, glistening, white snowflake. And, and, and you just ruined it all. Poor guy, but I get it. So, yeah, bye. All white for the ick win. All right, the next ick says, he stuck out his tongue while laughing. 
How does that even work? I'm going to try it now. All right, this is me fake laughing without my tongue out. <laughs> this is me fake laughing with my tongue out. <laughs> Doesn't work. How does it work? All of you, I want every single one of you, no matter where you are right now, to try laughing with your tongue out. It does not work. It is not possible. What is the point? And I know what the point is because I understand men. I know that somewhere in his head, this was linked to Cunnilingus. This was linked to him thinking, I am, I'm going to show her how spectacular my oral skills are by getting my tongue out at any opportune moment. And it is much more probably, I guess, would feel more subtle to just like whack it out mid laugh than it would to just like sit opposite her during dinner and just stick it out while she's talking because that's weird isn't it like you can't just stare at someone while they're communicating with you and just stick your tongue out although many men do it they do they bite their lips and they start licking their lips they think they're LL Cool J but literally only LL Cool J is the man who is able to do that none of the rest are allowed so I do believe sticking his tongue out while laughing he was trying to show you that he would be really good at licking you out. And it just totally backfired because <laughs> you can't laugh with your tongue out. Well, if any of you can, send me a video. If you do send me a video, I will post it on my Instagram stories. So disclaimer, don't if you don't want to be on my stories to tens of thousands of people sticking your tongue out. But show me. Show me if it works. But not if you're a man and you're doing it because you want women to DM you because you think that they might all want you to go down on them, all right? All right, the next one says, he answered the phone saying, howdy do, and he's not a cowboy. All right, so if he actually was a cowboy, would that have been all right? If that was his profession to, what do cowboys actually do? Do they round up cows? I've never actually thought about this. Cowboys... Do they sit on a horse to herd cows? And why don't we have them in England, actually? It's a good question. How do we round up cows around here? Because we don't have cowboys. We just have farmers. And that's not the same. They don't wear the same outfits. We don't have people in those kind of like, well, I was going to I think, what's the name of them? Cowboy boots is the name of them. And cowboy hats. Totally, we're, we're actually missing out. But if he was a cowboy... And he answered the phone, howdy do, would then that be all right? You'd have been like, oh, he's a cowboy. That's how cowboys say hi. And is that how cowboys say hi? I've just realized that in all of my 42 years, I've never said hi to a cowboy. And now I don't even know. Is that their general lingo? Is that how we, is that? I don't know. Any cowboys follow me or anyone who's dated a cowboy? I've said the word cowboy so many times now that it's beginning to lose all meaning and sound incredibly strange to me, like it's maybe not even a real word. So I want to know from you, please DM me, if he was a cowboy, would have that been all right? And basically anyone who's British and answers the phone, how do you do, who doesn't work with cows, grow up. But... Also, really, if he's only done it once, I wouldn't say it's really ick. If he's just, howdy do, because he's been watching, like, Toy Story or something, he's feeling a bit inspired by Woody, that's not really an ick. But if he does it every time, then then he needs to grow up, and I, and I support that ick. All right, the last ick for today says, he used sleeps as a countdown 
For example, five more sleeps until my birthday. Oh, I love him. I love him. At what point are we supposed to grow out of of not using sleeps as a countdown? Because I, I still use this, I think. Five more sleeps till my holiday. Is that childish? I mean, I do have a child, so usually I am going on holiday with a child, and that's the context in which I'm using sleeps. And again, I always say, we have one every week on X, which is like, this is around us not, not wanting men to be like childish and vulnerable and soft, you know what I mean? Because this is a very childlike thing to do, isn't it? And it's like, I'm going to have a few sleeps and then something really exciting is going to be happening. And I really want us to encourage childlike enthusiasm in people and most especially in men. I want them to be in their soft era. I want them to be excited about things and I want them to count down in sleeps because I really think that's very, very cute. So I I get it. I, I get it but I'm not supporting it because it's another one of them like toxic masculine ones in it. And, uh, and we're not going to smash the patriarchy if we criticize men for things like this. Hi guys, it's me. And I'm here to tell you about another Sony music entertainment podcast. Now I know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to me deconstructing hot topics and getting into the nitty gritty with all your dating dilemmas. So I think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. Every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. We are now on to Is This a red flag. And the first, is this a red flag for today? He says, I saw that he's been watching stepdaughter porn. Is this a red flag? Well, it definitely is if you have a daughter that is not his own. Um, I think this one is so contextual and, and, and it kind of matters as to whether they've been actively searching out stepdaughter porn or whether it just happens to be on the front page. So actually, I did a question a bit like this one for my OK magazine. And I spoke to Dr. Kate Dawson, who's amazing, who is a researcher uh, into pornography. And, and, And actually, what she was telling me was that quite often, what people watch on free porn sites, when they just put in like, porn or whatever, or they go to Pornhub or one of the free porn sites, is that it doesn't necessarily mean that because they've been watching something that that is their fetish or their kink or that that is something that they want to do in real life. There's not always that correlation. But of course, if that is your turn on, your kink or whatever, then you are going to seek out that porn. Do, do you see what I mean? It's that kind of um what's what's the word? It's that nu- nuanced thing of like not everybody who watches stepdaughter porn would like to have incestual sex, but of course people who are turned on by incestual sex will go for that kind of porn. So you just don't know. But also then it leads to the question of is being turned on by that type of porn a red flag? 
in itself because we don't know how much thinking crosses over into doing. So so for me, if I got involved with a man, I have a son, obviously. If I got involved with a man and I saw that he was watching stepson porn, that would be a massive red flag to me because I wouldn't want to take that risk of thinking, fuck, is that something that turns you on? Because you actually have a stepson and I really don't like that. Just like if I was in a relationship with a man and we had a kid together and he was watching father-daughter porn, he'd be out on his fucking ear. But as I say, I said at the beginning, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what they want to do. And especially because on the free porn sites, sometimes you can just happen across, you know, you can just click on whatever. Sometimes people just look at the thumbnail. They don't necessarily read what is underneath, you know, Some, and there is a lot of fucking stepdaughter porn on there. What I would think was a red flag is if the uh, people playing the daughter look very young. If they're too, ad- if it looks like two adults and it just looks like normal porn, then that may be less of a red flag. If she looks very young, hundred percent red flag. If you have a child, I would say red flag that you probably shouldn't overlook. So I guess porn doesn't always reflect what people want to do in real life, but sometimes it does. And do we want to take those risks? Uh, Me personally, I I, I wouldn't. And also there is something about even just accessing porn itself and not paying for it, you know, using those porn hubs or whatever, that there is a red flag in that anyway, because there is so much shit on Pornhub that is completely unethical, that is featuring rape, that is featuring children. There's been so many cases of Pornhub not removing, um, you know, there's literally been children who have been raped on Pornhub and it's taken years to get those videos removed. Um, I mean, just Google that and there's so much information on it. So to me, possibly even accessing those kind of free porn sites and not ethically paying porn stars, there's also a bit of a red flag in that for me. But yeah, I kind of think it is a bit of a red flag, but not definitely, especially if he just kind of happened upon it and he's not actively accessing that all the time as his main fetish and then not carrying that. You know, if they're carrying it into real life, 100% red flag. Okay, the next one says, is it a red flag if a man is in court daily and refers to his ex as a narcissistic abuser? Yeah, it's a red flag. And I always have to say these ones, like there is a chance that his ex is a narcissistic and abusive woman um, and that there is very much a chance that that has been a horrible situation, a horrible relationship that he's coming out of. But I feel like if he's in court daily, I mean, what's going on with that? Um, And why is he getting involved with other people? If he's currently in the midst of being in court daily, why is he dating someone new? That's quite a stressful scenario to be in. If it's criminal court, yes, it's a red flag. Do not ever get involved with a man who is currently in the middle of a criminal proceeding and it's to do with his ex and he's saying, well, no, it's because she's a narcissistic abuser, unless they're prosecuting the ex. But I don't know. I feel like maybe you should Google this man. If it's family courts, then there's more room for it not to be a red flag and for him to be telling the truth. But we all know kind of how the courts work. 
And I don't really know. I, I feel like this is definitely a red flag and that you'd need to know more. But if you've just met this man, I think this is too messy and too fucking complicated for you to even consider trying to pursue thinking about what, what is going on. Leave him to his narcissistic, abusive ex. Leave him to deal with his shit in court. And maybe in a year's time when his life is settled and sorted, he can come back and maybe the red flags will have disappeared. But I don't know. And I do feel it can be a bit red flaggy if a man says his ex is a narcissistic abuser because you know barely any women are narcissists have a look at the research vast majority of narcissists are men and that's just facts don't come to me like what you hate men I don't hate men I fucking love them that has been the bane of my entire life but the truth is there's far more narcissistic abusers who are male than there are women I don't know I wouldn't trust it it's a red flag if it feels like a red flag it's a fucking red flag all right, the next one says, is it a red flag that my mate's boyfriend is into a kink that she's also into, but he won't do it with her because he says she doesn't have the right personality? This is such an interesting one. And I would really welcome um, DMs from people in the kink community, although we don't know what the kink is. But I would love to get some insight from you guys into this one. And I will, I will post that insight on my Instagram stories. Because the first thing that I'm thinking here is that perhaps the kink is around disrespectful stuff or degrading or, you know, maybe some sadist type stuff or whatever. Maybe it's that. Uh, you often hear that thing of like people will be quite vanilla in the bedroom with their wife because they respect their wife. And then when they are in bed with somebody who they see as a whore, you know, the whole Madonna whore thing, that's when they will unleash their kinks because, you know, and that's when they'll do anal or, or, or all of those kind of things because they're much more comfortable with doing what they feel is something disrespectful to someone who they're not in a relationship with or who they don't love, which is fucking horrible. You lot need to answer this one for me. I'm not sure that it's a red flag, but it would be a red flag if they're in a monogamous relationship and he's using that as an excuse to be able to fulfill his kink with other people. You know, if he's like, we're exclusive, we're, we're monogamous, they both agreed to that, but he's like, I can't do this kink with you, but because it's my kink, I need it in order to get off, so I'm going to have to do it with other people. Then it's a red flag if it's being used as some kind of manipulative scenario to allow him to explore his kink with other people when she doesn't want him to. I, I'd need to know more. But anyway, kink community, talk to me. <laughs> So that is enough of our red flags for today and we will move on to a Friday night reminder. And tonight's Friday night reminder is just a very simple one, which is sex won't make anyone fall in love with you. And if that's why you're doing it, if you're doing it because you feel lonely and you want their companionship and that's the only way to get them around. And if you think that having sex is the one thing that you've got, the one thing that you can offer them and that they're just going to get hooked on that, it's not going to work. It's a bad idea. And in fact, it's actually more likely to do the opposite. Now, I am not saying that you shouldn't have sex if you want to, because you're horny, because you are excited, because the chemistry is off the chain and you don't care what's going to happen next, you know? I'm talking outside of an established relationship here. So do not have sex to make anyone fall in love with you. Fall in love with your fucking self first. So there we go. 
another Friday done. And I will see you again on Monday for a deep dive into a hot topic. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.